it's important to remember that your puppy doesn't know what you want or what you expect. Even if you've been doing training with them, that is a tool for them to start predicting outcomes, but it's not a computer program that executes when you give the command. The first thing the puppy learns from you is not what you want. It's what your emotional reactions are to things and your emotional stability and your control over your emotions. By that, what I mean is your puppy's innocently running around the house and you look down and you see the dog has a chew bone. And that's good. So you don't pay much attention to it. Maybe if you've had some practice or some good coaching, you might at that point look at your puppy and say, good boy, good girl. Thank you for having a chew bone. But probably you'll look up and just notice it as a not problem and move on. Ten minutes later, your puppy comes back into the room and now it's got a sock. And you think to yourself, puppies aren't supposed to have socks. Okay. Uh, my, my trainer, my coach said I should make trades for items that the puppy has they shouldn't have. And so maybe you offer a treat in exchange for a sock. And you get your sock back, no problem. Again, you don't have a whole lot of emotional investment there. So it's not the most interesting thing to your puppy, although you have now established that socks are more useful for the puppy to have in their mouth than chew bones because sometimes you get treats when you have socks. The real situation I want you to consider is now the puppy comes out of your bedroom with your underwear or a personal item or something fragile or comes out of the kitchen with a half carcass of chicken that you left out on the counter. Almost certainly you will have a more emotional response to this scenario than the first one. Oh, he's got a chew bone. Often that goes something like, oh my God, what do you have? Oh my God, put that down. Come over here right now, give that to me. And none of that sounds friendly or fun to the puppy. So if you have a puppy with less confidence, 
that emotional response teaches your puppy to run away from you when you are emotional. And if you have a confident puppy, the puppy still may run away from you, but for a different reason. The confident puppy goes, look at this. I suddenly have some control over that human being. I have their undivided attention. And as long as I keep that undivided attention, I'm the center of the universe. And I love that. Dogs are pretty egotistical as a rule. They really do think the world revolves around them, or at least they put themselves first a lot of the time. And so this emotional response of of yours, of chasing to get a thing back, or that you're upset, and now you you have all of your attention on the puppy, reinforces for the puppy who's in charge in the moment, and it's not you. So the thing we need to do is we need to think about in advance two things. One, how we are going to control the environment so that the puppy can't end up in this situation where we will get emotional or we're in a hurry so we have limited options. And we plan in advance what our strategies are for these worst case scenarios that we don't think will happen until they happen. Some of those strategies are letting the puppy drag a leash around the house. Six foot one, maybe you cut the loop out of the end so it doesn't hang up on stuff. And then if you see the puppy has something you want and you're like, oh, I don't have any treats handy or I don't have a good recall yet, the puppy won't bring it to me, then you can walk towards the puppy, but not in a way that my only way to control the situation is to actually physically grab or hold the puppy. And instead, you just step on the end of the leash. And then once you've stepped on the end of the leash, There's no more crisis because the puppy can't run away. And then you can be present and collected emotionally and energetically while you either encourage the puppy to come to you so you can pet him and praise him for coming to you. And then as part of that, relieve him of the item of importance. Or if he doesn't want to come to you with it and you're standing on the end of the leash, You can walk towards him on the leash, pick up the leash, walk towards him, pick up the leash, pull him towards you, whatever you need to do so that you minimize your emotional angst about the situation. By doing that, you don't artificially magnify the puppy's perception of his importance and control in the moments when he has the forbidden items. 
That's just one example of when we get emotional and lose control of ourselves, which gives a window of opportunity for the puppy to learn habits that start to put them in control emotionally, energetically. Another situation is I'm walking the puppy and we're on a road and a car is coming and I see all of these visions of what happens if my puppy gets in the street and gets smashed and flattened by this car and now I'm sending a lot of anxiety to my puppy as I'm pulling him in towards me and here, come here, come here and reeling the leash in and and being generally frantic because I have visualized a scene that hasn't happened yet. But what the dog knows, the dog starts to learn because it happens predictably, is those big metal, loud, stinky objects that go up and down the street a lot really upset mom. And depending on your puppy's personality, you, you now may have a puppy that says, so that thing must be super dangerous and I'm going to get the heck out of here. And now you have a dog that's pulling away from you really hard and maybe trying to slip out of the collar. And now you're really afraid of that. And you've actually created a situation where it's more likely for the puppy to be out in the street and get hit by the car. Or you have the more confident puppy that says, wow, those things really freak mom out. And I can't have that because my mom's the best human in the world because I'm the best dog in the world. So I'm going to show those things. And now you have a dog that's learning to be aggressive towards cars, moving out into the street, maybe barking, lunging. And since holding them tight on a leash just increases their drive towards whatever the thing is they're trying to do, you're actually training them to be more aggressive to cars, which again is more likely to put the puppy in a situation where they're going to be in the street. So you really have to dig down and be careful and mindful of your emotional outbursts, even if they're not vocal outbursts. You have to be mindful of the ways that you get emotional and the ways that hands the keys over to your dog to control a situation instead of you.